0: Welcome to the Secret Sauce. I'm glad you're here. I'm your host, Kip Schubert. And you know, as educators, we need to own our stories. We need to share how we've climbed mountains that seemed impossible. And in the process, discovered that secret sauce that we all have. Because it's with that secret sauce, we reach back over those mountains and become the Sherpa that our schools and our staff and our students need. You know, be sure and follow the podcast. I don't want you to miss an episode. And please reach out to me. I would love to come to your school and share my secret sauce with your staff and students. You know, our stories, our experiences, they matter. They are what connect us and empowers the development of authentic relationships that our schools, our communities, our world desperately needs right now. So let's get real. Let's get raw. And let's get vulnerable. And dive into our next episode. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Secret Sauce with Kip Schubert. And this is episode 16, Burnout Defense. You know, we start we're starting a new school year, 22, 23. We all have a new, a new mindset. We're on fire. We're, we're fired up to get back into the classroom and to to teach and to to educate and to make a difference. But how do we protect ourselves? How do we ensure that we don't experience burnout? You know, How do we stay committed without being emotionally tied to the results? And that's difficult to do. You know, it's easy to be committed when things are going our way, when things are good, when we're happy. But how do we stay committed and not burn out when things don't go our way? When we have a bad administrative situation? When we have classes that we just can't seem to connect with and teach when, when our personal life begins to, to go down the tubes, how do we stay committed without being emotionally tied to the results that takes work? And again, a a lot of teachers, and again, this could be for students, student athletes, educators, it really could be for anybody. It's easy to say that we're committed when things are going well or before we start. But being really committed, being in a room with no exits, doing whatever it takes, takes practice because we will hit those mountains that seem impossible. How do we keep climbing when those, when those things hit us? And I want to give you five things today to help you um, defend against burnout and to be able to keep climbing and to be that Sherpa that can reach back down that mountain and help others up to the top. And so the first one is relationships. You have to make sure that you surround yourself with your tribe, a positive tribe. It doesn't mean that you can't be friends with people who may be a little bit negative or even a lot toxic, but you just have to have boundaries and keep them at a distance. Surround yourself with positive people that are committed, that are doing whatever it takes and aren't emotionally tied to the responses. And again, what that means is, when things don't go their way, when when classes don't go the way they would want them to, when administration is being difficult, when a school board is making it hard, when, when maybe your community isn't behind you and you feel like you're not valued, how do you continue to keep climbing and stay committed? Those, those that are truly doing that have great relationships in a tribe around them. So again, the first thing that you really have to do to prevent against burnout is is make and develop good relationships around you. Get tied in with the people who are positive and going in the same direction that you are. And even on the bad days, these people say, I get to, I don't have to. Be around those people. Find those few teachers, those few educators, those few administrators that when you're having a bad day, when you're getting overwhelmed, that you can go to and unload what you've got. And you know that they have your back and they will uplift you and empower you. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay to feel like you're overwhelmed and you want to give up. Sit in that, feel it, but then use those relationships to begin to climb your way back out of it. Don't stay there. So again, relationships are huge in preventing burnout of teachers. Second thing is gratitude. And this is something that I do every single morning and it it may seem hokey, but it makes such a huge difference. And I'm going to challenge you to begin to do this every single day. When I wake up in the morning and my feet hit the floor in my mind to myself, I'm saying I get to, I get to, I get to, even when I feel like on those days that I have to go to work, I go downstairs, I get my journal, I make myself a cup of coffee. I sit in the dark with my reading light and the first thing I do is I write down five things that I am grateful for. It has a tremendous powerful shift in my mindset to where I begin to think of all that I have instead of all that I don't have. And on those days where I'm feeling overwhelmed, where I'm feeling a tad burnout and like I need a break, I begin to see the good in everything that's going on around me. I begin to see the good in a bad situation and that keeps me climbing and it helps prevent me from feeling burned out. The third thing I want to share with you that can help you prevent burnout is you have to understand and know what your why is. For a long time in education, I thought that it was all about me. I thought that my job was about me getting recognition and me getting value and me getting awarded certain things, whether it was in the classroom, whether it was on the soccer field. And I also felt that way in my personal life, that I needed validation from everybody else around me to matter, to feel like I was somebody. And I could not have been more wrong. You know, I went through a period of, of a really rough patch about nine years ago where I was, I ended up homeless and in rehab um, for addiction and alcoholism. And through that process, I learned that life just wasn't about me, that my life was there to, to matter and make a difference for others, not just for Kip. And I started to learn that my why had something to do with serving other people. Of course, I'm a teacher and a coach. And so it was serving students and serving staff. And now I know my why it's written down in my room. It's on a whiteboard in a frame that I post that I refer to all the time. And it simply is to to lead and to love students and staff to believe and discover that they are the greatest miracle in the world. And when I remember that every single day on the bad days, when I'm getting overwhelmed, when I want to just kind of sit down, take a break, I'm feeling burnout, I remember what my why is. It's way bigger than just me. It's to lead and to love those people around me, to believe and discover that they matter that they have value, that they are seen, that they are loved, that they are the greatest miracle in the world. Reflect on what you do and why you do it. Come up with the why, write it down, post it in your classroom. Again, another challenge for you besides the gratitudes. Find your why, write it down. Remember, it's not what you do, it's why you do it. Post it in your classroom, share it often. It will keep you on fire and will help you prevent burnout. Fourth thing I want to encourage you to do is to go the second mile. That's one thing in my recovery from addiction and alcoholism that helped me to, to become Kip Schubert with the secret sauce was service. And when I realized that my life wasn't about me and I wanted to really make a difference, I also learned that I had to go the second mile, sometimes the third and the fourth mile. I couldn't just do enough to get by. I had to go above and beyond. And when I did that, when I was committed to that, I didn't have time to think about how bad things were for me or how awful my past was, or when things weren't going right. When, when my daughter was kept away from me for three and a half years and I was fighting to get her back in my life after I lost her, I continued to, to push forward. I continued to climb because I was serving other people. And that got me out of any pity party that I might get in And I knew that it was difficult, but I would just continue to climb and serve because I didn't have time to focus on myself. I was focused on others. So go that second mile. And the fifth thing I want to share with you that will help you prevent uh, or help you prevent burnout in, in in your teaching this year is to use wisely your power of choice. And it's a big one. It's a simple one. As simple as in the morning when you wake up, even on the bad days when you want to hit that alarm and snooze 4,000 times. Don't say, I have to go today. Say, I get to go today. Choose wisely your relationships. Choose to write down your gratitudes. Choose to find and lean into and refine that why that is within you choose to go the second mile when it's so easy just to go home, sit in your recliner, call it a day and then take care of yourself and end up watching mindless TV or scrolling through your phone on social media, getting, getting nowhere, choose to get involved, choose to go to your students' activities, choose to go to a staff member in need and, and bring them food or, or just invite them to coffee. So they have somebody that, that, will listen to them. So they feel seen, heard, and valued. It's important. Again, we're going into a new school year with a new mindset. We're all on fire, but how do we prevent burnout? You know, one thing I want to remind you of is my friend Darren Pepper said that, you know, you if you're burnout, that means you were once on fire. So you can get it back. In doing these five things will help you either get your fire back or prevent your fire from going out. It will allow you to keep climbing, no matter how how impossible those mountains seem. It will allow you to be that Sherpa that your staff and your students desperately need so you can reach back and help others up to the top. And those five things are relationships. Build yourself a positive, powerful tribe. Secondly, gratitude. Spend every morning thinking about five things that you're grateful for. Write them down. There's power in writing them down. The third one is lean into and reflect and write down your why. Let it become part of your mantra. Just embedded and engraved on your soul. Fourth thing is go the second mile. Serve, serve, serve. And the fifth thing is use wisely your power of choice. You know, I I have something I call the secret sauce and it took me being in rehab, homeless and alcoholic and losing all custodial and parental rights to my kid for me to understand that I had something special inside of me and it wasn't for me. It was for me to give away and to impact others. And in that process of climbing out of that hole of, of homelessness and addiction, I begin to learn things like grit and patience and grace and self-love and gratitude and persistence and perseverance and an attitude that no matter what, I would not quit because when I don't quit, I win. I want you to be able to learn that through the, through the struggles and trials that you're facing. And if you apply these five things, relationships, Gratitude, knowing your why, going the second mile, using wisely your power of choice. When you climb those mountains, you're going to learn that all those things that you're doing as an educator, all those things you're doing for your staff and for your students, you're actually probably learning more from them and in that experience than you are teaching them. And then you begin to use those things that become part of your story, your experience. You use those things in your daily interactions with students and staff to make a difference. We all have that secret sauce within us. Man, it's something that you can't buy at Walmart. You can't go into Hobby Lobby and find it. You're not going to find it at Michael's. You can't go on to Pinterest or Teachers Pay Teachers and find it. It's already within you. But it takes daily work of saying I get to of being around the right people, of being grateful for everything that you have instead of thinking about what you don't have, knowing your why, going the second mile for those around you and using wisely your power of choice. All those things will keep you developing as an educator on fire. It will help you find, identify, and begin to use that secret sauce and to share that story that is within you. And it will prevent you from burning out. So again, use those five things relationships, gratitude, know your why, go the second mile, use wisely your power of choice. And I know that everybody, every educator wants to make a difference, wants to matter, wants to make sure that their staff and their students are seen, heard, and loved. But I want to leave you with this one thing. To do that, to reach those kids, to reset, to reach all those students, we first, as adults, as educators, We must reach one another till next time. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. Let's connect and impact lives together. Leave me a comment on this episode or find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at the secret sauce with Kip Schubert. We would be honored if you would share this episode on your social media, continue to share your story. It matters. Reach back over that mountain every educator, every student needs to feel loved, heard, and valued. So dish out that secret sauce and be that Sherpa to guide others to the summit. Till next time, let's stay all in and all together.